Balance Right, a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and agency owners looking to grow their business in a healthy, sustainable way. I'm Heather Zeitzwolf, CPA. I serve this community with coaching, profit advising, and virtual CFO services. Please join me as I talk with leaders in digital media, branding, advertising, design, marketing, and SEO. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. I've had some questions about the song that's in the intro. Some people were like, where did you get that song from? Well, I actually created it. It was back in the 90s with a software called Mixman that I was totally obsessed with. And it was only available for a PC. So I kept one of those like large PCs for years just so that I could use the Mixman software. But that's just a song that I created with different loops. I thought, well, at least I don't have to worry about copyrights and all that jazz. So that's where that song came from. On today's podcast is an interview I had with Holly and Julie from Media and Marketing Minds, also known as M3. We talk about how they help their clients find their superpowers and their method called Tell It, Plan It, Sell It. We also discuss trying to find your inner, not just superhero, but like what cocktail you would be. In this interview, I talk about me being a cosmopolitan or being a gin and tonic, but I really don't identify with either one of those drinks except for I like to drink them. I think that I would be more like Something that you get in the pool in Mexico, like one of those cheeky monkeys or something with coconut. I'm definitely a drink with coconut. Beyond the cocktails and the superheroes, Holly and Julie talk about their unique approach to marketing. On a side note, Julie actually turns out to be a musician and you can even find her on Spotify. So I'm going to put the information about that also in the show notes. All right. Now, here they are. Julie and Holly, welcome to my podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Today's going to be kind of a different thing because I've never interviewed two people at once. So why don't we start off with Holly? And can you just sort of tell me a little bit about your background and how M3 was formed? Yeah, so I was in the corporate world for many years and I left Yahoo after seven years and decided I was biding my time to try to figure out what happened next and decided I was just going to pick up a couple of projects and ended up picking up a couple of projects for about two years. So in the midst of that, I decided to try to make myself sound a little real and came up with Media Marketing Minds. With that, I worked for two years and then I went back into the corporate world at yp.com, Yellow Pages, which is where I met Julie. And we worked together for a year and a half until the company was acquired and we were both back out on the street. So I picked up Media Marketing Minds. Julie started her own agency. And about a year and a half later, we decided that we really enjoyed working together. We worked together very well. And we combined forces under Media Marketing Minds. I love the idea of two women coming together to be more powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I when I met Holly at YP, this is Julie, by the way, we had an amazing team of women. So when I met her, I instantly knew that we worked well together at our time at YP. So it was it was just a very natural evolution of things. I've had people ask, 
oh, wow, you have a business partner. How did you, how did you find her? How did you decide you could work together? And honestly, the answer is it was very organic. It just naturally happened. So I feel very lucky in that. My path, I'll just say, to YP was a bit different than Holly's. Holly came from a very impressive background of lots of corporate jobs. And I came by way of touring singer-songwriter. Uh, so slightly different path, did all of my marketing out of necessity during a time when digital marketing was sort of just coming to fruition. And so really learned hands-on by doing, trying to market my band. And when all of that sort of came to a screeching halt, I looked around and thought, what do I want to do? Well, I've been marketing, so, uh, and oh, by the way, I have a degree in marketing that my parents were very happy that I finally used. So I started down the path of marketing and uh, wound up at YP where I met Holly. Can you explain how you help business owners uncover their superpowers? If you think about a brand or a business, whether you're a single person or, or have a team of people, we believe your superpower really is what differentiates you, what sets you apart from the rest. And everybody has it. Everybody has their superpower. It's just that a lot of times when we meet, first meet people and businesses, they just haven't taken the time to discover it. So we help them discover that through, um, well, we help them find their superpower, uh, superhero cape. And cape stands for something. So I'll let Holly jump in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll tell you about what cape is. Cape is your competition, your audience, your pillars, and then really evaluating all of that together. So that's what cape stands for. And we can, we can dive a little bit more into that. So when we pick up a client... We start a project out doing a workshop and that workshop can go anywhere from two to six hours. And we totally focus on that CAPE philosophy. Who is your competition? Who is your audience? What are your pillars and how do we evaluate those? And when we talk about the pillars, it's all about trying to figure out your top line messaging, what differentiates you in the marketplace, as well as up against your competition and who is that audience. So that workshop is a fun workshop. We do a lot of interactive activities where we tell you if your brand was a superhero, what would it be? If your brand was an animal, what would it be? And the whole idea, or a cocktail, the whole idea is to break out of your everyday thought process and kind of think about your business, about your brand, about your approach in a little different way. Our clients have come up with some great and really fun ways to describe themselves when they think about themselves as a superhero. So are these more like one-on-one -on -one workshops or does this take place with a group of clients? They're one-on-one -on -one with a particular client. So it's, a, it's really a great way to kick off that project because it's almost like whatever the project is, whatever the client's needs are around marketing, I haven't ever found a situation where it doesn't benefit them to start off with this discovery process, both for us and for them. Because even if they have a website and their messaging and they think they know their story, having them step back from it and really evaluate some of those things again, like their competition, their audience, and really pillars is such a marketing speak word, but really all that is, is it's that foundation that represents the value 
that you give your audience. And it, it should reflect that differentiation and what is your edge over the competition and, and what are the characteristics of your audience and their needs. So it's, it's really all of those pieces rolled into one. And there's usually about three to five of them for any situation. I feel like once they can kind of solidify what are those pillars, it really helps in any steps that they might want to take after that. there, this is Heather. Besides being a podcast host, I'm also a CPA and profit advisor. I help creative agencies grow in a sustainable manner. Right now, I'm offering a complimentary healthcare check of your business. So if you go down to the show notes, you'll see a link and you can sign up. All right, now back to the show. I'm curious, do you find that there's any similarities between your clients and what type of superheroes they are? And does their niche make any kind of difference to that? You know, what's interesting is I think that it's not so much entrepreneurs or sole entrepreneurs are so different, but when you have a group of people, so we've had a client where maybe there's nine or 10 people as part of the organization and they're part of this workshop, all of them. And so when they all put their superhero down or, you know, draw those pictures. Sometimes you see some differentiation across the organization, which makes it a little interesting. So then there's a lot of discussion about, all right, why did you say that? Or how did you come about that? Or thinking through all of that across the organization is one thing. When you have just a sole proprietor or an entrepreneur on their own, it's really their own vision. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really only where the difference is. I haven't seen a tremendous amount of difference from, well, except I should actually say that. So yes, the other day we did, (laughs) we did one, yeah, we did a workshop with a designer, an interior designer. He took a tremendous amount of time and was extremely thoughtful in this whole exercise, but he drew the most amazing, you know, superhero. He drew it out. He took time to develop a logo for his superhero, which was the visionary was his superhero. I want to frame his pictures because they were phenomenal. Others do stick figures and they draw it, but they have, you know, the words. Really the most important part of that is the words. How do you describe that superhero? How do you describe that animal that you want to, that you you think you're most like? That's what I was going to say. I mean, I think that asking them what kind of superhero or animal or cocktail their business is, is that fun piece that gets their mind to open up and get creative. But what we're really interested in is if you picked a peacock for your animal, we want to know why, what do you associate with a peacock? Because that's really what's going to tell us what the characteristics of your brand are. Got my wheels turning. I'm wondering... (laughs) When a cocktail, I'm thinking, well, I got to be cosmopolitan, but maybe I'm not a Cosmo. <laughs> maybe I'm just a gin and tonic. I don't. Can you explain your branded marketing approach called Tell It, Plan It, Sell It? Tell It is really all about what we've just been talking about. It's that story. And part of the Tell It process is this discovery, is this workshop. So before you can tell your story, you have to discover and figure out what it is. So everything around messaging and getting your brand story and getting that all solid, that's the Tell It part. So the planet part is really taking that as a foundation, that messaging, and then figuring out what is your marketing strategy? What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? And really drawing from all of that information that you've gathered and putting together a a marketing strategy. And then once you have that, 
you have to go implement it. So that's the sell it part. How do you go and implement that out into the marketplace? And, you know, that could be across your content, your social media, your website, events that you might do, any of that execution is the selling part. So that philosophy sort of embodies the ways in which we work with our clients. So some really just bring us on to help them tell it or maybe tell it and plan it. And they have a team that can go sell it. But there's others that that need us all the way through all three of them. So does the tell it portion have something to do with storytelling? Absolutely. And we feel pretty strongly that you have to have that foundation of your story and of your message. Because once you have that, then you can say, okay, how am I going to take that? And what am I going to do with it? So that foundation is really important. It's like, what do you, I mean, we can talk about storytelling and that sounds fun and it sounds great, but what are you going to do with it as a business owner? How's that going to help you move the needle? And as Holly just said, it is the foundation. It's the foundation to your website. It's the foundation to all your marketing communications. If you're going to have an event presence, you're going to be speaking anywhere. It's that rock solid foundation that's going to help you really communicate to your audience what you do and why they should pay attention to you. Do you have to be a really good storyteller to develop your superpowers? I'll just say being a singer, I've said to many people, you know, not not everyone's going to be a great singer, but I firmly believe that with a little training, everyone can be a decent singer. I feel like it's the same thing with storytelling. We all are storytellers naturally. And I think the story is inside of each of us. It's just maybe you need a little help getting it out. What about if you're an introvert? Do they have more trouble with the tell it portion? Yeah, I think we help them through that. Part of this workshop, part of the evaluation that we do when we're looking at your competition and understanding your business and talking to the the clients, it's really bringing their vision and their story, their phrases, how they describe their business out. One other thing that we haven't talked about is We really like to talk to people's clients. And sometimes if that's a brand new business, you don't have those clients, but you have an idea of who that target audience is that you can go and talk about the product or the service. If there is a business that's in existence and has clients and they want to maybe do a rebrand or they're introducing a new product or service to the market and you go talk to the clients, we have found that to be so valuable. And you can even talk to three to five clients, or you could talk to 10 or 20. But what is amazing is the words that come out from a client usually end up in our messaging because that's how they're perceiving that business. That's how they're talking about it. When you ask them, what are the three to five words or phrases that describe this business? What you'll see is generally a lot of consistency that comes out And that starts to formulate what this messaging looks like. That's brilliant. I love that. Client interviews are gold, I swear. I mean, they really are. You can do all this work and it's all important. But like Holly was saying, that that part is really what kind of brings it all together. Because hearing the consistency and the overlap from client to client, it really shows you, yeah, that is what your differentiation is. Hey there, this is Heather. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you are, if you wouldn't mind, please hit the subscribe button now. That way you'll never miss an episode. All right, now back to the podcast. On this podcast, I've talked a lot about Toastmasters. And at Toastmasters, we work on impromptu speaking. And I've always found that it's good to have some stories ready for you in your back pocket. So do you help your clients with that? I mean, do they have some sort of spiel that they're ready to go with if they're going to do like a podcast? 
present themselves to clients, doing a presentation? Yeah. So for, for us, I think like just like Toastmasters, we develop a story and we put it in a couple of different formats. The first one is really almost like a long story, you know, a narrative about what the business is. But that comes down to a smaller story all the way to what are your 25 words? What is that elevator pitch? And it's who are you? What do you do? What differentiates you in the market? And what benefits do you deliver? What value do you deliver? So I think if you can tighten that story to get to those few points, that's that elevator pitch. That's that impromptu that you have in your back pocket. That's wonderful. I know that entrepreneurs struggle with that elevator pitch. Only a few sentences, but they're so crucial in getting someone's attention quickly, but not sounding so rehearsed. It's amazing because I've been in that situation way back when, especially when I was trying to market my band. You're like, oh, I've got to come up with my pitch. And there's a lot of pressure. It's like, how do I do that? We found that when you're walking through this whole discovery process, and then the first story you write is that longer narrative, that whittling it down to that elevator pitch, then it's not so intimidating. Then it feels like you own it too. A lot of times we've come up with tagline for, for companies, for businesses. And a lot of the tagline comes from those couple things we just talked about. Talking to the clients, talking to the owner, thinking through the story. And as we develop that story and use different lines and different words, soon a tagline starts to formulate. You're like, that would be good. Now, how can we use that? A lot of times going just through this whole process, you come up with even more than you were hoping for. And is that how you sort of develop their unique position and how to market them? Yeah, I think it all sort of evolves out of that. I mean, once you've looked at, okay, where's the white space, understanding where the competition is, you understand their audience, what are your audience's needs, and you understand how they, from their talking to their clients, from understanding what their services or or products are, you find those differentiation points, then I think it all just starts starts to come together. And, and, and it's almost, I don't know, to me, I'm a visual person and it's like a sifter. Like you're just sifting out the good stuff. And I think it, at the end of it, it really does fall into place. You've got your, your marketing phrases that you can, oh, I'll pluck this and put this on the website. You've got your narrative that can be on your about page, you know, and it all starts to have different places you can use it. Finding your superpower seems like it could help all types of entrepreneurs. Who tends to be your client and what services do you provide for them? So I would say we have a variety of different clients. Like for us, we don't specialize in any particular industry or where you are in your process. So we have a client right now who's starting her own business. She's developing an app. She's got an idea for that and wants some help in figuring out how do I position this before I go off to market and build my website. So that, that's one kind of client. We've also had clients who've been in business for years, but they really need a brand refresh. They want to change their logo. They want to modify their story because they've actually had this whole process where they're now offering different things than they were offering before. So those are two different, very different kinds of clients, but really the same process applies. So where's your competition? Who's your audience? What do you want to say? What do you have to sell? How do you differentiate yourself? And the one thing that I think is part of that process we haven't really talked about is this whole SWOT analysis. You know, you hear that thrown out, but what are your strengths and weaknesses? Where are those opportunities and where are the threats? And how do you compare that against your competition? And that starts to pull out these little gems as well of 
how do you stand out up against your competition? And whether you're starting a new business or you're existing already, that still applies. You really have to do that kind of market analysis to understand where you fit. And I'd say that the other way that it applies, not just from a business that's just starting versus a business that's been around and needs a refresh is also the size. So we work, as Holly was saying, I think earlier, we work with sole proprietors, but then also medium to large size corporations. And I would say for what we're brought on to do, it also applies across the board. Whether you're one person or you're a big company, you still, your needs and the, and the place to start to discover them is, is really the same. So when we think about that whole process, the tell it, plan it, and sell it, One of the things that we really think about, especially when we're moving into the sell-it part, is how do you look at two buckets? And a lot of it's what we've already talked about. So first bucket is your brand and your personality. How do you pull that together and how are you going to use it? The second part is how are you going to use all that messaging for lead acquisition, customer acquisition, which is really what helps grow businesses. So, you know, they all want customers and they all want to grow their revenue. So how do you take all that messaging, all that creative stuff that we've done and formulate your brand and then use it to go acquire customers? And that could be in email, it could be in social media, it could be in content development, um, but it's all about go get the customers utilizing that messaging. Can you give some examples of your clients and how they would utilize this? Absolutely. We, we worked with a um, professional organizer client who had her brand for a while, kind of falls in that category of, I need a brand refresh. I started my business just because I needed to get it going and I slapped some stuff up there and now I need to step back and really understand how I take this message to market. So we worked with her from that beginning place, that discovery process, and this whole SWOT analysis and understanding where the white space was in her industry and where she really could stand out, helped her come up with a new tagline and logo and messaging. Then step two of that is once that all felt good, we took it and basically redid her website to reflect all of that messaging. And while we were doing that, we were also thinking through, okay, now what are the marketing tactics, knowing your audience that that are going to resonate with them? Where are they hanging out? What channels on social media? Are they the types of folks who are going to want to read your blog? How do you get their attention with that? So it was thinking of all the different marketing tactics and putting together a very comprehensive calendar. Uh, I think we did six months for her. After that, it was really all about executing. So how do we now get this blog written and get the social media channels, get the posts up there, and we're talking about the right themes and really get it out to market. The other one that we did was actually a boutique law firm. I was a husband and wife and they needed the brand refresh as well. We kind of went through the whole thing. We had a new logo, we had a new tagline, we created their story, put together a marketing plan, and now we're actually executing on all of their social media. They did a whole photo shoot. So they've gotten a new look, a new feel, and a totally new refresh. And now they're out in the market, just really increasing that overall awareness. In regards to the other services that you provide, what are some different ways folks can work with you? I think we've spoken with both those examples of kind of client 
clients we've worked with from the tell it, the plan it, and the sell it. We've also worked with clients that maybe have that tell it and plan it down, and they really are just about wanting to grow. We worked with a nonprofit recently that needed to increase the traffic to their website and start to capture the lead information. So what's going to entice people enough to stick around and enter their name and email address so they can be part of their list. They really wanted to grow their email list. And so we put together a plan and ended up through some different social media promotions and contest giveaways, we ended up increasing their list that started around 300 and we increased it at the end to about, I think it was almost 8,000 at the end um, of a three-month period. So that was really exciting to work on because we had this idea of what was going to get these people's attention. And I think when you when you're doing something like that, it's not only about getting their attention and getting them to sign up, but you don't want them to then unsubscribe. You want them to be loyal advocates that want to stay informed. And what we saw over time is that the unsubscribes were very small. And and so it was really exciting when something like that from start to finish works out how you're hoping. So we've worked with clients on specific growth initiatives as well as from start to finish. That's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild. It was it was definitely something um we like that success story. <laughs> and did you have any other products or services that you want to talk about? Video is the one thing we haven't mentioned. Video is is something that we have been offering for a while, I guess ever since we've started. One of the best ways to tell stories is through video, whether it's your brand story that you're making sort of a brand sizzle or another really, really great use of video is testimonials. If you can get a client that's excited enough to say, yes, I will be on camera and I will talk about how awesome you are, <laughs> that is invaluable. It's really great. So those are a couple different ways that we've used video to tell stories. Love that idea of getting your clients on the video. Just like when we interview them, right? When you interview them, you hear all these great stories, great phrases and words. But then on the other side, if you get a testimonial from them, that's actually gold as well. But do you provide the actual video shoot for them or is this something like you hire out for video? No, it's soup to nuts. We have a we have a video partner who's part of our team that we've been working with since YP days. And it, it really is from script development, all the pre-production elements to the shoot, to the editing the whole thing. So how can my listeners connect with you and learn more about M3 and the tell it, plan it, sell it, and everything else that you do, capes and superheroes? Well, um, the best way would be probably to go to our website to get more information, mediamarketingminds.com. We also have a guide that we created. It's almost like a, a workbook guide that takes you through that whole process. We were talking about finding your superhero and going through and identifying your cape. I think the workbook is the, the DIY workbook that we have out there is really helpful to walk you through this whole process. Do you work virtually or do people have to be local for you to work with them? Virtual. I mean, we miss going to see clients and into today's world of, you know, COVID. Um, we've been doing a lot of these workshops online and have tried to figure out ways to be as creative as possible. Where we can, we would love to go and meet with clients, but that's been a bit on hold for, for right now. But I don't think we've missed a beat in terms of being able to use things like Zoom and all sorts of technology that's out there to remain as connected as possible. Wonderful. Well, thank you, ladies, for being on my show. This has been great. It's been fun. Thanks, Heather. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Hey, this is Heather. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you found value in the show, I'd really appreciate it if you gave me a rating on iTunes. 
or just simply tell a friend about it. And if you're interested in learning more about my profit advising and coaching, please set up a discovery call by using the link in the show notes. All right. Thanks so much and see you next time. Thank you.